0: You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 43. This show is brought to you by our free tip sheet of the month, Attract Your Ideal Audience, a completely free tip sheet that will help you cut through the clutter, get crystal clear on who you're talking to, and help you start attracting and growing your audience today. You can grab your free tip sheet at julie solomon.net forward slash newsletter. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times best selling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers bloggers and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize and build your own industry-leading influence. Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week, and that is Anne Watson TX. And she says, Julie is a fantastic resource for anyone who considers themselves or aspires to be an influencer. As someone involved in a lot of marketing projects, I can say I learned something new and helpful in every episode. This is a great way to stay up to date on trends and really take your business further. Well, thank you so much for that review. And Watson, I am so glad that this podcast is helping you. I want to hear from more of you who listen in each week. So make sure to subscribe to the influencer podcast on iTunes and give us a review so I can highlight your review in an upcoming episode. Make sure to screenshot this episode on your phone and tag me on your Instagram story at Jewel Solomon, our guest at Nicola underscore Salter underscore loves, underscore life, underscore, and hashtag the Influencer Podcast to let us know that you are joining in today as you know that I love to share those screenshots on my story too. Last week, Nikki Philippe shared her light and compassion with us as we talked all things YouTube, how to build an engaged following, and why her work with nonprofit organizations motivates her to influence and change in the community. This week, I am honored and privileged to bring my wonderful business mentor and leader, Nicholas Salter, on the podcast to teach us all how to step into our it brilliance and redefine ourselves. Hello, influencers, and welcome to this week's episode. I am so honored and privileged to bring someone on who has made such an immense impact on my life. And that, my friends, is my wonderful friend and life and business mentor and leader, Nicola Salter. Nicola has been supporting and intuitively guiding professional women for over 20 years and has a passion to help women build confidence, break away from self-doubt, and step into leadership. She's such a major part of my personal and business growth that it's only fair that I share her brilliance with the influencer community today. In fact, my work with Nicola has really um, been kind of the catalyst to this entire online business and this very podcast that I have started and grown over the past couple of years from one-on-one coaching sessions to enrolling in her Redefine Yourself program and the work that we still do today. Nicola has changed my world and I could go on all day about Nicola's impact on me personally, But I'm really just so excited to share her with you all today. Um, Nicola will also be sharing um, incredible wisdom, including her four keys to success today. So get ready for some serious personal clarity and revisioning. Before we jump in, I wanted to also note that Nicola is graciously offering a couple of special offers for listeners today. That's right, for this podcast only, Nicola is offering a generous $200 discount on her VIP Life Path Mastery Day. Where you can privately spend six hours with her to create your new branding solutions for 2018. This VIP day will also bring you additional discounts on any future mentoring that you would want to do with Nicola, and you will want to do them all because she is that incredible. And there is more. She is also offering 20 people the chance for a free 15 minute envisioning call with her. So make sure to keep listening to find out how to enroll in these special opportunities. It's really exciting. so make sure to give her a warm welcome and on to the lovely Nicola herself. Hello.
1: Hello, my lovely. Thank you for such an amazing introduction and I am thrilled to be here because to watch you and your success in the last two years has been a phenomenal journey for everyone listening. She has been amazing. Julie is so committed to her passion and her focus, and to see where she is sitting now and what she's doing for all of you, it just thrills me beyond belief and she's she's thriving it's, it's amazing, and sharing all of this with you too it's such a gift so You are amazing and I celebrate you.
0: Well, thank you. I will receive that and I can't wait to celebrate you today and all of your amazing work and the brilliance that you do. So um, if we could just start with you sharing your amazing story and your journey through your business of empowerment and influence and leadership and how you really evolved into where you are today.
1: Well, right, thank you. Yes, and that's quite the question. Um, I was fortunate to be able to jump into the corporate world at a very young age. I was 19 years old and I was full of vigor and mission and purpose and I was supposed to be at university in Bordeaux studying French politics. And I just told my parents I wasn't gonna do this. I was going straight into business and this is what I wanted to do. I really had no idea why, but I was just very excited about the idea of women being in business. And um, from that moment on, really and truly, um, worked my way through the business world in London. And as I was doing that, I was getting up to some senior management positions very quickly. And watching how other women were coping with um, work and juggling their personal lives and then also watching them emotionally. And we started like these groups and coming together through, you know, people talking, women talking about their fears and being criticized and, you know, this, this, this issue that they had around success, but also, you know, did they have to sacrifice their families at the same time? So I started at quite a young age listening to all these stories from these women and um, just sharing and talking and hopefully encouraging them along the way, Um, but really beginning to watch as we all progressed up the ladder how much of a strain and a drain it could be for women in business who didn't have the tools to, to cope and manage and prioritize everything they had going on. So, um, what I did during that time in London, I actually, I was working at C and then I was lucky to work at the Institute of Directors where I was creating these huge events for, um, to celebrate business women. Um, and at the time I thought, well, this is nice, but it's not enough. And so I enrolled myself into these holistic complementary care programs, different lifestyle programs and how to manage stress. And, um, different very well, different variations of mentoring. So really my influencer um, and leadership experience came from my time in London and pulling all of those external experiences outside the corporate world and then what I was hearing into a package, if you like. So by the time I got to Los Angeles, um, I was really ready to launch myself into more of a mentoring lifestyle um, career, which I've been doing for about the last – I think it's the last 23 years. It seems such a long time. I don't feel that old. But um, that's how I came to be here and really had first-hand knowledge of how these women were having to cope and redefine themselves, really wanted to make a difference in the world. And that was the key. They were excited about making a difference. It wasn't about the finances. It initially was about making a difference, and then the money followed. Mm.
0: And do you see that when women come from that place of intention first, purpose first, and not kind of from that place of um, monetization first, that it that it does seem to go in that path that the money will follow?
1: It very much so. Um, There's there's a level of commitment that comes with it, of course, and discipline with yourself. But um, the initial passion and inspiration, intention about what you're doing and why you're doing, and the level of fulfillment. Is just as important, and the money does follow. Yes, it does. It's Mm -hmm. my experience. I've seen it.
0: Well, I know that you, as you just so beautifully said, you know, you're one of your so main focuses, and what you just naturally do—it's your gift—is really empower women to find their voice and Mm -hmm. to find their courage and their purpose and their resilience, which is such, you know, an important factor to all of that. Um, I use the word empower because that's really how I see you. And that's a lot of the words that you use when, when we talk and when we have our, our sessions and our time together. So why empowerment? What does that word from your perspective mean, um, and should mean in this day and age with the
1: way that we're kind
0: of seeing how our culture is and our world is for women?
1: Yeah, I agree. That's a good question. Um, actually, um, being in your power, being empowered is something that you are already in. It's just that most of us forget that, um, mainly through upbringing or experiences that we've had. And um, what I like to do is just to help you, help remind you of the power that you're in and that you have the choice not to be victim and to help invest in this power that you have to reconnect with it so you can really take your next best steps. Um, but I, you know, I like to remind everybody, you're already in your power, um, but just we've forgotten about it. So it's reconnecting you to it so you can feel confident.
0: And I think that we've seen a lot of that reconnection happen with women um, just in this past year. You know, a, a lot of um, a, a lot of people, men and women, um, and, and specifically women, are starting to really step up and speak their truth and empower themselves to take more roles of leadership and to not be so um, shy and maybe even submissive in, in certain aspects um, of of their their life and their business. So, what do you think is the most important yeah. lesson? That the women listening today, as I have predominantly women listening to this podcast, Mm -hmm. um, can learn from this shift that we've seen.
1: Well, you know, it takes courage to make the shift that we're making. And oftentimes, as with many of us, it takes a bit of a discombobulation, as I call it, the last straw, you know, that broke the donkey's back Mm -hmm. Um, for people or women, especially to step up. It's when you really cannot take any more that you make the change. But as we do speak up and we do find the courage to do that, as we're watching that as influencers in whatever you're doing, it's important to believe that you are equal It's very important to believe that you are equal and to watch and learn from everyone else's courage as they speak up, because truth always does come through in the end. Um, And if you can learn how others are doing it and watch them, hopefully it will inspire and motivate you to connect that courage within yourself, whether you're writing about it, whether you're in conversation about it whether it's your own internal self-awareness processes. Um, but really learn from this because this is quite a big, big, big shift in our awareness as women and on coming forward. And we've always had it, it's just that we're taking the steps now to do it.
0: Mm. And with those steps um, will come a lot of exploration, I think, um, to yeah. to empower and continue to build us to those next phases of um, success for sponsoring the show. So with that said, I know that you have um, something that you've cultivated called the four keys to success that you Mm -hmm. teach and that you share. And I want to explore that today with our listeners. If you would mind sharing what those four keys to success are Mm -hmm. today and maybe dive into each one a little bit to help our listeners kind of see how they can start um, utilizing those four keys to success in their own influence in their own life.
1: Absolutely. I'd be delighted to. I mean, and I hope that your listeners will also share this with others that they know within their family, with their friends, with their colleagues, because these tips are really based on what um, most of our celebrity entrepreneurs are already doing, things that I've done, things that I've pulled together from my own clients, things that I've been mentored on myself. And these tips really are not a huge stretch really and once you've got this structure it makes life a lot easier to operate from especially in your goals for branding and influencing and business goals as well as personal um albert einstein who i love to quote from time to time actually said strive not to be a success." but rather to be of value. And this is key in the four steps for success. Um, I know that a lot of us are driven by finances and money, and those are great goals to have. I'm not judging, but add to that being of value will also, as we just said earlier, generate the money flow. Okay. Being of fulfilled, being of value, whatever you're going to bring to your audience, make sure you own it and it's of value. Now, the first step that we start with, um, the first key, if you like, in order for you to do this really well, is to know your purpose, right? Um, and what this means is really understanding your mission here where are you coming from and what are you expanding on in terms of what you truly love doing? What are you driven and excited about? Okay. What doesn't feel like work? Um, I don't believe there's like a hump day during the middle of the week. Like a lot of people in corporate world think, because I love what I do. I'm like, what's hump day. I only just discovered what a hump day is here. So, um, it's, it's really, you just, you're immersed in what you do. You're excited about it. And, This is really staying true to your passion about who you are and what you're doing, that you feel fulfilled, that you thrive, and this brings success. So it's important to identify, and we'll talk about this in a bit, your, what I call, unique brilliance. Your key of who you are is the message to how you brand yourself. And so rather than coming from a place of thinking, you know who you are in terms of a place of ego and, and goals that perhaps are a little bit too inflated and don't match you. Um, Come from a place of um, really what you love and coming from what you've been doing and shaped by your challenges and experiences over the years. Um, Take a very good look at this because everything in your life is a very good indication of your purpose. So, Knowing your purpose is important. Um, making sure that whatever you're doing as you present yourself, you don't hide your light, okay? This doesn't serve anyone. And your readers, clients, customers will respect you and the information you have to share when you know who you are. Now, that's key number one. So, it's quite a lot. I know we've got a handout for this. But Key number two is really trust that intuition you have. You've got amazing intuition. All of us have it. And I'll quote Steve Jobs. I mean, he said, don't let the noise of everyone else's opinions drown out your own inner voice. All right. Don't let them drown out your voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and your intuition. It will never serve you wrong. So, If something feels a bit off to you, if there's a situation that doesn't feel quite right, you know, your intuition is telling you, you might want to just look at this a bit more and reflect on it before you make a choice. Really feel out your choices, your business choices before you take action. Don't just jump in because everybody else is doing it. Follow your own intuition and what guides you. This is very key to your success. Um... And believe it. Believe this. And I I will say, you know, um, at this point of the game is you really trust your intuition. Come from a place of not minding what everyone else is doing. And we'll talk about what, that more, I'm sure, later on. But really stay key to what your intuition is telling you, what that inner voice is telling you. And you can do this through just practicing meditation daily. You can be quiet for five or 10 minutes a day just to go inner and really be calm and listen to what your inner voice and your inner wisdom is sharing with you for that day. A meeting, for example, maybe you don't want to go to it, something doesn't feel quite right, listen to that. Now, the third key um, is about staying very calm and what I call resilience for your success. And when you're looking at What you want to set is your goals. Staying away from chaos and drama will only drain you if you get involved. So stay away from chaos and drama. Do not feed into it, right? Because when you do do that, it drains you. And you're, what I call, as you overreact, you can drain your vital energies And what this does is there's a hormone called cortisol that starts to pick up when you're under stress and highly reacting to everything around you. And it creates confusion. You can't make clear choices. It's difficult to communicate. So really just when you're in that place, which a lot of very famous entrepreneurs do, Richard Branson talks about this, take a moment to pause before you react. Breathe. Get clear. And move into what I call this "not minding" situation. All right, um, it's very important as a key to success to stay on track and stay focused. That you don't get distracted by all the drama and chaos that you know a lot of people like to get involved in. They like to feed from it. So, for the the fourth key, though, and um, the final key here that I like to talk about is about being committed. All right, now. Commitment to your life, keeping work and relaxation and life in balance. You know, you have your priorities at home and you've also got um, a priority with work. Make sure you keep it in balance so, again, you don't get overwhelmed or even resentful or frustrated. And the other piece of this about staying committed to what you're doing and what you want to create and how you want to reach the world and make a difference is not to self-sabotage yourself. And this is this is difficult for many of us because we've had experiences growing up or experiences as adults that perhaps have, like, lowered our confidence or made us feel worthless at times. Um, and sometimes these emotions can come back in at this stage as we've got everything set up and ready to go. We have a self-sabotaging moment that makes us think, I can't do this, I'm not good enough. Mm yeah and in that, that moment that's when everything falls apart so being committed and understanding what sabotages you is very very key at this point and there are steps you can move out of um which is a fundamental part of my program, actually, um, to avoid this very simple, simple technique, so that you can watch yourself. And so for now, what I'd say to you is avoid self-sabotage, just become conscious of some of those overriding emotions you might have in terms of you're just about to do something. You're like, Oh no, I can't call her because such and such, or what's she going to think if I'm offering her my newest deal or, you know, that kind of self-sabotage mm-hmm. or I can't write this because someone else has written it um that's a form of sabotage and it's a way that um, is sabotaging your light from the world and it's actually very selfish it's um it means that other people won't get to see what you have to share mm-hmm. and it's it, it's selfish so if you want to look at it that way too if that if that helps um those are the, those are the main areas, the main keys i I suggest for staying successful. and you can see them again on there on my website on the front page, just the four bullet points and then I know that you have the handout as well for everyone.
0: yeah, and I just there's there's so much there that I think is going to resonate with so many of our listeners because they can easy easily fall into that um, you know, that, that idea of um, the self sabotage that you mentioned. I can't do this because it's already been done. Or, um, you know, I can't um, create this because other people have, are doing it better than I could ever do it. Or, you know, even the drama that you brought up and the not minding, there's so much amazing points that you made within those four keys that I think are going to just be fantastic reminders for our listeners today. And I can't wait for them to get that free download that you offered to us um, that will be um, a reminder for these things that they can go back to. But I would love to know um, what you think out of the four keys to success, which do you find is the most challenging for women to honor? And, And why do you think that that is?
1: Yeah. Um, you ask the best questions. I, <laughs> you're a good interviewer. I, um, I feel out of those that for most of us as women, um, it's staying calm and resilient and not overreacting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure many might disagree with that. But just in the years that I've worked with women, um, mainly it seems to come about because we as women have been groomed for thousands of years. It's in our DNA to be the caretaker. You know, you're you're the nurse, you're the parent, you know, you're the mum, you're the counsellor, you're you've got so many different roles, and um, what happens is is that we're trained to be in survival. Mm-hmm. Our brains are literally try, trained to be in survival, so it's very difficult for women not to jump immediately into a crisis. Now, it's obviously different if it's an emergency, but when it's perhaps where people are processing emotions or they're moaning or they're complaining about somebody or they're gossiping. Those are situations that are drama and chaos that will distract you from what you're doing and will, will drain you. So if you stay in meditation for a few minutes each day, there's a technique I use called heart-focused breathing, um, which also helps you to stay resilient and be on track. These are little tools that will help you build your discipline to to move away from that. But I would say staying calm and resilient are the hardest things for us as women. It's in our DNA.
0: And I I would agree because I know that a lot of the stuff that we've worked on for myself has been that idea of being still and knowing, (laughs) be still and know, and um, the heart focused breathing along with some other techniques that you uh, taught me has really helped with that because I do think that as women, you know, it's it's we like you said we can't help but to be in that state of reaction a lot of times, Right. Um, right? So you know, having the the privilege, the, um, you know, that moment to be still, we really have to seek it out. And it's kind of like a learned behavior. Like we kind of have to relearn how to do that. Or at least I, I have to, I had to relearn how to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, me um, too. Because if too. It's not, then I just, I, I start to fall into all of these, um, you know, these dark places and these rabbit holes that none of us really need to go into because it, it's just, it's these limiting beliefs.
1: Well, and you're right. And stress is stress. All of this is just a passing moment. Most of these things you won't remember in five years time, even a year's time, your brain will remember the good stuff, Mm. but it's not going to remember this continuous drain of energy. So, you know, I would say to everyone and and you're absolutely right. You know, most of the time we can't help it, but you can change it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also want to get your thoughts on mistakes. Um, I feel like a lot of my listeners, um, you know, whether they write to me or they send me, you know, um, a little, you know, voice DM or, you know, something on, on social media or in an email, you know, um, a lot of times they're, they're, what they're really asking me, even if they're not asking me this is, is how can I fix this mistake? How can I avoid this mistake? How can I not make this mistake again? Mm. Um, I would love to get your thoughts on that idea of mistakes and how we can grow a brand, grow a business, grow an influence, um, from learning from our mistakes in a way that is productive and empowering and not self-sabotaging?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And in in business, I know that when we do make mistakes, it could make us feel very, um, I don't know, weak and vulnerable, but there's strength and vulnerability. And mistakes are growth opportunities. And that's how I look at them. And We don't learn without suffering. And um, I find that mistakes are basically courage in disguise and um being able to feel the fear from the initial mistake is what we can turn into motivation in turning it around so um what i would say to is when you make a mistake um take some time with the mistake don't numb it out and be in total fear with it but know that there is an outcome to this and that it's going to resolve it's a growth opportunity and how can I turn this around and quite often when we make a mistake they're actually hidden marketing techniques that work for us as as you know I used to be in PR marketing so I get it. So there's never anything lost in a a mistake. In fact, the gifts are actually quite huge, Um, but oftentimes we can't see what those are gonna be and um, we wanna control the outcome. But if you can just be as open as you can to this journey of what will be revealed and know that you're not the only one on the planet who's made a mistake, um, you're gonna open your perspective up to some really enjoyable growth opportunities for yourself Um, as well as as your business and be honest about it. I mean, I I find that's the best key, being honest and open about the mistake.
0: Mm. And with that honesty, um, you and I have also spoken about challenges that women Mm -hmm. growing a business Have faced before. And you've, you've even said to me that a challenge that you see a lot in the work that you do is, um, women trying to juggle too many things at the same time and coming from this place of reaction, rather than being proactive, which I just previously mentioned. Um, Mm. do you share more about this and how we can work on getting out of that reactionary place and more into a place of, um, more into that visionary role, that proactive place of vision?
1: Yes, um, it's a good question. As I said earlier, you know, um, juggling things, um, you know, we're very multi-skilled and as women, we're very good at it. And as we said earlier, we've been doing that for centuries. This is what we do. Um, But we do have a tendency to overdo and um, we have very expanded capacities. And what can happen is that we can get overwhelmed and frustrated as we're going from one plate that's spinning to another um and um we take on too much and we become unrealistic so the key is to really prioritizing and time management what's important to you in your day Um, if it means getting up earlier um a half hour or an hour earlier um before the kids get up you know um then that's what you need to do and it's it's setting a discipline to do this every day um the other thing is, is not to take on too much. So it's to be very realistic in terms of what you feel proactively um, creative about doing um, and look at your list of things that perhaps you can identify that you're highly reactive that everyone's asking you to do stuff like okay 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 I'll get that done it's on my to-do list but have a very careful look at your to-do list in terms of what you're actually setting yourself in a chunk of time for something that you really want to be doing that's part of what you love and is expanded and is going to bring you more Mm. so you know we all juggle it's part of life but it's really down to time management and prioritizing
0: Yeah. And just giving yourself a little bit more space, you know, to do that. Um, I remember you telling me that, um, at, at one time to, to, you know, if, if I have to get up a little bit early just to have that time that I need, then that's what I need to do. Um, and it really does just, it completely transforms your day. So with that, um, Idea of space. um, I want to talk about redefine yourself. So, this is the program or or journey, I really should say, that you led me through that was so transformational for me. Um, You know, you're, I really call you my like business life leader because you're so much more than a coach, um, but this this amazing um, program that you created is really what helped me open up personally and professionally to truly understand and live what you call is my unique brilliance, um, which we will touch on in just a little bit. So I would love if you could share more about what Redefine Yourself is and really your mission and your purpose with it.
1: Thank you so much. I um, Well, first of all, like you said, it's not a traditional coaching program. The redefine yourself um, experience mixes um, techniques to help you grow in your understanding of yourself, your self-awareness, and then combine some really lovely methods that, you know, some people would say might be coaching because that's a good word that we understand, but really helping you to achieve goals that you may not have actually um, thought about before. Um, the program's about expanding you into the fullest sense of yourself possible combined to what you want to create for your own reality. Now, that could be anything. That could be life, career, um, relationship. Um, but most of the time, I'm working with women who are looking to find their voice or expand their voice out in the market using their story and the experiences and the challenges they've had and who've often been a bit uncertain to do that or a little bit nervous to do it. And they want to add to what they're already doing in such a unique way that's going to really appeal to a certain market, which I call their divine right client, um, to really talk to their tribe people who really resonate with who they are. And each of us have got our own tribes. We, we talk to a certain circle of people who understand us through our own stories and challenges and what we've brought. And so what I love to do with this, it's just 18 hours, actually. It's not, it's not a huge amount of time, but it very quickly and effectively um, helps you to start moving along very quickly and feeling more fulfilled about what you're doing or at least defining something if you're looking for a new path in direction and bringing you to a success that can be financial it can be anything you want it to be it can be getting a new house be a car whatever you wish but understanding the value and the difference that you're making to the world through this goal that you have so it's a great way of adding more material and awareness to your marketing to the message that you want to give people and It comes from a place of your heart. It's not coming from your brain and what you think you should be saying. It's a program that's helping you to connect to others in a heart-based way and bring more value and um, story to what you do. Mm.
0: And when you kind of were cultivating this, did you kind of have to go through the program yourself before you were able to really kind of manifest it into what it is?
1: I did. I did. Um, I've, over the years, I've pulled most of this together and I've had mentors I've worked with. And a few years ago, um, I became very clear that I wanted to be on purpose and on mission to crew, really find out why I'm here. What am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, And through various different mentorings I had um, I went through it step by step and the biggest thing I found was that I was self-sabotaging myself so the methods I learned to move myself out of that I've really added to the program and it's a key component because my belief is and what I saw for myself unless you know who you are and unless you can move out of sabotaging techniques, no matter what goals you set yourself, they're often quite difficult to achieve because you're coming from a place of what you're thinking rather than what you're feeling. And there's a huge difference. So for me, um I was already doing this work, so it was great to be able to embrace this, but um I was in a situation where I went from leaving a comfortable lifestyle completely moving away from it to um coming into something which was very new for me and then successfully turning my life around within a year using this program because I followed every single step. Relig I mean, honestly it was I was completely living, walking, talking, and I still do because it, it made such a difference to me.
0: Well I can attest to that as well. Um it took I, I mean it was it was within a year everything that I had set forth that once we kind of cleared out my own sabotage, it, it all manifested and it all became a reality. It's, it's just amazing how, um, one of the things that I really remember you teaching me a lot about was that, um, no matter what, how we go throughout the day, no matter what we do, our thoughts become our beliefs and our beliefs become our, our actions really. And so the more that I was thinking certain things the more that I would believe those things to be true and the more that I believe those things to be true the more that they were true and so if I wanted to if I wanted new things to be true then I was going to have to believe and think differently
1: yes and added to that was feeling it too Mm. because this is a little bit different to um Other techniques that are out there in that we we think the thoughts just as you said, and then we add the feeling of emotion to it and what that's going to feel like when you're actually doing it, when it's happening for you, whatever it is that you're looking at. And I I watched you in, in an amazing growth pattern that you had taking this on because you were ready and committed to make the change. You'd had enough. Right. I I need to and that's that's the big thing here. You'd had enough, you wanted to make the change and you were committed.
0: And you do feel it, like in your body, in your heart, in your bones, it's a vibrational thing that that Mm -hmm. really happens if you really are in tune to the mind, body, and spirit with that shift. Um, because with that also comes the the other thing that you taught me that was such a vital step in into this program and into me um, transforming is, is living my unique brilliance. Um, mm-hmm. So I would love for you to share what does unique brilliance mean and how can those listening today work toward stepping into their own unique brilliance?
1: Okay, yes. And um, the unique brilliance, I know when I discovered mine a number of years ago, it gave me chills and goosebumps. It's such a powerful um, moment in your life when you come to do this, which is part of the program. And um, it's a code. It's your code. It's your mission in life. It's what you're born to be doing. And it's a process that doesn't take long. And my unique brilliance was to reveal the magic within each and every one of us. And this is a very almost spiritual mission statement in that I'm like magic. What's this Disneyland? You know, what does this mean? Um, well, of course the magic is the unseen potential, but magic was a word that resonated with me from my childhood. And the work we, I do with you is, is take you back to your childhood to the blueprint of who you are and what you came into and what you loved and what you love to do. Um, now, Julie, do you want to share what your unique brilliance? Is? I,
0: yes, I totally. <laughs> um, so, my unique brilliance is to inspire and awaken the magic within that empowers courage and determination to create, perform, and share connectively.
1: Wow! My... <laughs> wow! And so. now, and that's and it's beautiful. And this it gives me chills every time I hear it. Now, as as our listeners are hearing. We don't have to share that unique brilliance with everybody, but what we can do is have it privately for ourselves to help Mm. us keep on track. So if there are times when we're making choices in terms of branding, influencing others, or reaching out just, you know, in within our family circles. Um, it's to bring us back to center and focus. A unique brilliance is like having a key to the door, which const- constantly reminds you to stay on track and on mission. And it's interesting, if you try and deviate away from it and try and ignore it, once you've had it and you've seen it, You just can't escape it anymore. There's no more hiding from it. It kind of creeps up at you. And um, even if you try and change it and try and change it into something else, it just doesn't stick. Um, And so it's a a statement that gives a very positive vibration through your body. And I've had a lot of women um, cry when they hear it. They're like, yes, this is what I'm here to do. And then the next question is, well, what does that look like? And so, of course, the next steps of the program are to help you get to that place and what does that what does that mean but for listeners at home you know when you're looking at what your unique brilliance is just look at um what you love and what you love doing as a child just start from there what excites you go back to playfulness go back to joy um and there will be a key a thread in that that is going to be part of your mission for the rest of your life and you know Sometimes you need a bit of support with that, but it's a good place to start and remembering that joy and excitement about something that you love to do.
0: Mm. And one of the many um, gifts that the unique brilliance will bring you is um, getting out of that cycle of comparison and that cycle of grief, which is so amazing. And you taught me a lot about this idea, um, you know, that I really, it's kind of like a learned behavior for me, uh, that idea of not minding, which Mm -hmm. it it does bring me back to something that I notice a lot within the influencer marketing space, the blogging industry, a lot with my community. Mm. And it is that, um, you know, what I call that grief cycle of comparison that so many influencers and women find themselves in. So I would love to know um, if you could share a little bit more about, because um, you touched on it earlier, about you know what you define not minding to be and what are ways that we can help ourselves shift out of that state of comparison, which leads mm. to
1: grief um, yeah.
0: by not minding so we can get more into that state of joy and th- what that unique brilliance is.
1: Absolutely. And again, it's such a great question because, um, to me and how I share this with everybody else, um, not minding means not taking things personally. Okay. Um, and I know for a lot of us when, you know, let's say somebody else is doing really well and you're not, um, it's, it's not minding the fact that they're doing really well because you know, that you're on purpose and on track with what you're doing and a way to really embrace, um, and step into, um, really success for yourself as part of the success cycle that we, that we would like to create for ourselves is to not take things personally and to celebrate, all right. Other successes. This is the key tool I found to be super useful, celebrate and learn, from others' success, Um, and celebrate and learn if a situation isn't so successful around you, maybe it's something that um, you could be taking personally because it's a negativity, still celebrate that, look at it, like, okay, because you know it's temporary, you know it's gonna pass, and you know who you are, and why would you take this on when you're so busy on your mission and on track doing what you love doing?
0: It's so true, and it's just such a wonderful reminder to everyone listening today, especially because we're still at the big, be- you know, at the beginning of the new year, and have this amazing gift and opportunity of this new day, this new year that really awaits us. And so, holding that in and really taking that with us today with this episode is such a gift. So, thank you for that, for sure. Oh, no,
1: no, thank you for asking.
0: So, um, you created the VIP Life Mastery Day, which is a day that women can meet with you privately for an entire day for six hours to create their branding solutions for the year um i have had the honor and privilege to spend six hours with you in a day and it is the most amazing day ever Um, thank you but can you give those listening a little sneak sneak peek into what this day would look like and what like really like revelations um that they could potentially expect
1: Okay, I like the word revelations. Let's just start with the revelations first, because I love to see everyone I work with thrive. It's my passion. I get very excited about it. And as Julie mentioned earlier, there is an intuitive component about the work I do, the structure, but I'm also gifted with an intuitive approach to help you expand what you see for yourself business-wise into something hopefully that's more and almost even unexpected, um, and also something that's going to bring you success and um, greater fulfillment and and joy in what you're doing. So um, the revelations around that are, you know, come to this with an open mind, come to this with you know, what you'd like is your goals, but also expect the unexpected because there's going to be things about you that are going to pop up during these hours that we spend together that I'm going to notice, I'm going to observe, I'm going to share with you, and I'm going to say things like, you might want to think about this. Have you thought about doing this or that in terms of um, different approaches and even different clients or readerships or people you're trying to attract to your business to support you financially, but the actual um, the day's broken up into firstly, as I've just been talking about, your unique brilliance. This is part of this really fabulous day, and it's always such an honour for me to work with you to discover your unique brilliance. It's it's incredibly soul searching in a very positive way. There can be some emotion attached in a very positive way, um, but to reveal your unique brilliance and get you on track with who you really are is incredible for me as well as you and will give you some great direction in where to take your best next steps now with your branding approaches the next thing um, I do touch on during the day is also um, being very um, open to setting new goals in addition to what you've brought so as I said staying open setting smart goals which are specific measurable achievable relevant and what the timeline is, and I'm sure you've heard that phrase before, but taking a different inspired approach around this in terms of with these goals, who do you get to be, how do you get to feel, what are you going to have to give up to do this, what are you going to gain? You know, some very interesting um, soul-searching questions that really help you get very clear very quickly on whether you really are taking the right goals for this year for your business and if they fit with you and your unique brilliance. The third part of the day is actually looking at helping you build more effective communication and, as we just talked about, staying calm and resilient, Um, learning how not to overreact as you're taking your goals forward, staying on track, staying coherent with what you're doing so you're actually going to make these goals become a reality for yourself and the success that you want to see in the world. The fourth part, the final part, is the key part we've just previously mentioned about sabotage, Um, identifying a key element that sabotages you. What is it that's going to prevent you from taking all this forward? Um, And then working around that and giving you tools to use so that you can move forward with a nice skill set that you can incorporate into your planning stages or even into redefining what you've done and set up for this year. Perhaps you want to expand on some things after doing this. So um, ultimately, taking you through those steps through personal awareness, as well as making sure the goals you have are aligned to who you are, And if there's time for other things, I'm always going to throw other things in there too, because that's what I do. I get so excited about working with you. Um, and, um, And ultimately, you will have a nice portrait of yourself to start working on. And, um, obviously if you want to go further than that, we can do the redefine yourself program too, but it's a great place to start for six hours. You get a lot in six hours.
0: You do. You really, really do. Um, so what is, I mean, now that we are in 2018, what is next for you and your amazing work that you do in this world?
1: Well, another good question. Um, because sometimes I do, you know, I'm so busy with everybody else. I need to, bring my focus back to me um, with what I'm doing and my passion is I love helping um, women veterans so I'm going to be doing a lot more leadership conferences this year speaking yay. to take the tools yay that we've actually been talking about and take them out to veterans' wives and, and mothers and partners to give them tools to help when their, their wonderful loved ones come back from the war and, and are suffering um, but also to help Um, Women veterans who come back as soldiers and then have to redefine themselves as women back Mm -hmm. in the community and taking that mission that they have into into this this world. So um, that's my thing for this year as, lo- as well as a virtual reality project I'm working on. So lots of good things. Yay. Well, I want to shift gears just quickly to um,
0: social media for a bit because you had said something to me um, that was really refreshing when I had asked you which social media platform that you prefer in terms of growth. You gave me an answer that no one has given me yet on this show. So I found it to be really refreshing and I wanted you to share that with with our readers that you had told me that you, your most preferred social media platform is LinkedIn. So could you share with us how you've been able to grow your influence and your brand and your business by using LinkedIn?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting with LinkedIn. um, I've, and I'm not disputing all the other um, social media platforms. It's just this one for me has been particularly um, beneficial. Um, I believe with LinkedIn that you've got a lot of seriousness and people who are committed, um, who join LinkedIn, and um, they want to hear and learn from you. Um, they want to hear something of value, Just want what I keep. You know, talking about, Um, they want to have somebody who's an expert in the field, or has an observation, or something that's going to make them wake up through articles that they read, Um, reconnect them to things that they haven't got time for, for example, as well. And you can be really clear with who your divine right client is. And you've heard me talking about this before. Um, We do this in the program. It's really important to define your divine right client, the person that you love talking to. And you can do that very well with LinkedIn. And I saw a great example of this a few weeks ago. My partner who runs a nonprofit, Crusades 22, has been reaching out to various people and I said get on LinkedIn and he'd been resisting it for a year it was driving me crazy I was like get on LinkedIn <laughs> be specific about your message and we've done so much work on who we are what we want to achieve the difference we want to make so we had a very strong message and this is what I'm saying to you know who you are know your message you know it's all the normal but know your tribe know what your divine right a client once so he ended up I'm not kidding in and I don't know for you if this is normal but for me it's not in a week and a half he um he raised like over 800 hot hot contacts on LinkedIn oh my gosh. through the message it was amazing now he worked really hard at it mm-hmm. um but we crafted the message we and everybody we introduced ourselves to had email you didn't have to send this in mail craziness of paying 500 dollars a year um Everybody had their telephone number and email on there, these contacts that we were aiming for. And we had such a strong message in the paragraph that we were reaching out to that um, within, I'm not joking, that it was just pinging. The phones were just pinging constantly with people connecting with us. And from there now, we've grown a great network for raising sponsorship and all this, you know, with this work we're doing. Um, and ultimately, I would say, for me as well, it's with the business women that I'm working with, um i really get all of my best results and people connecting with me for my program from linkedin
0: mm. and it it really is such a um an amazing platform because the the, the intention there really is to help each other, you know, build Mm -hmm. to that next level. Um, Mm -hmm. And so from a professional standpoint and especially with a lot of brands, because that's such a big, a big part of the influencer marketing space, like that's where the contacts are. That's where the relationships Uh are. That's where the emails are. So I love that you mentioned that because I think that it is a platform that um, especially influencers should, um, should invest more time in um, and really utilize.
1: I would, and I would say, make your message really not that it's not going to be, but professional and of value. And it's not general chit chat. It's mm. really right on the money. And it's something, if you trawl through and look what everyone else is doing, um, you're going to find that they're giving information that is three, four, five paragraphs long, oh, wow. for example, and, um, people read, they sit and read. Right. Wow. Um, yeah. And they want to, I mean, I, It's amazing what's going on. And people are excited about this network because I think also they feel they're getting something free and that they're flying under the radar. It's that feeling about it as well. It's like, oh, yeah, let's get this. You know, let's talk to this person. And and people are open about connecting. So for me, it's LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Nice. Well, speaking of social media, um, where Mm -hmm. can
0: people find you online, um, on social? And then of course your website, um, to potentially connect with you, work with you, um, and all of that good stuff.
1: Well, you know, my website is nicolasalter.com. Um, I'm on Facebook under Nicola Salter. Um, I'm under Instagram as Nicola loves life, but it's probably easier to do it through Facebook and then LinkedIn. It's Nicola Salter. And so if you um, want to reach out, um, I would say the best way is through my website and it'll go my numbers on there. And it's also my email. Mm,
0: Nice. Well, before we wrap this up, I want to ask you a question that I ask everyone that comes on the show. And Mm -hmm. that is, what does influence mean to you?
1: I sat with this for a very long time when you mentioned that you might be sharing this with me. Um, and that was, you know, you said, I might be asking this question. So what came to my heart? Um, it means making a difference. Yeah. And that was it. Mm -hmm. I went a few other places with it, but I'm like, no, no, no. As influencers, we make a difference.
0: Well, I just want to thank you again so much from my heart of teaching me and showing me what influence meant to me and showing me how I could then transfer that and show that and share that with the world around me. And so thank you for giving me the tools that I needed to be able to connect with my community, to find them and then connect with them and then to share you know, my idea and my vision of influence and the good news. So thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you for having me on today. And I would just share with everyone who's listening to you that they can learn so much through your success and what you share with everybody. You are amazing in terms of what you've achieved in the short time that you've done it through your commitment, but mainly because of your passion and your love for what you do and making that difference especially that beautiful heart energy that you have. So thank you for setting all of this up. Thank you for reaching all of us and helping us all connect as well. It's truly a gift.
0: Thank you. And as a reminder to all of you listening today, Nicola is offering um, a $200 discount on her VIP Life Mastery Day, where you can privately spend those six hours with her to create your new branding solutions for 2018 and to also cultivate your unique brilliance. This VIP day will also bring you additional discounts on future mentoring um, work that you may choose to do with her. And then she's also offering 20 people the chance for a free 15-minute Envisioning call with her. And you can get that information at nicholasalter.com forward slash free dash consultation. We're going to also be having that link as well as the freebie that she is offering to you guys today over on the website. So you can head over to the influencer podcast.com forward slash 4343 to dive deeper into this conversation and to enroll in these special opportunities and to of course get your free download so thank you again so much nicola and i receive all of the lovely goodness that you shared to us today
1: thank you very much indeed god bless and good luck and love to everybody i look forward to hearing from you